Welcome to the Agency Secrets Podcast, where we share the best hacks, tips, and tricks to scaling a profitable digital marketing agency online. My name is Tom Wedding. Let's get to it. What's going on? Sorry about that. <laughs> How are you doing? All good? <laughs> yeah, good, man. Going good. So this is going to be an interesting one. We're going to talk about agencies and scaling here. This is like something that a lot of people miss is just like the altogether foundation of like what they need to focus on, right? They get distracted by all these shiny objects and think yeah. they need to do this or think they need to do that to scale their agency. But really there's like a few things that are really important to actually doing that. So I'm super glad you're here, man. And uh, keen to hear some of your, your thoughts and your knowledge because I love sharing that stuff. So yeah. Thank you for, thank you for having me. Super glad to be here. Appreciate your audience. Appreciate you. Let's get this rolling. And this is a topic that is very dear to my heart because there's so much wrong like data out there. So I hope we can clarify a couple of things today. 100%, 100%. So why don't we start with like, and, the? Uh, yeah. why don't we start with like the, the kind of foundation of an agency, right? There's different stages almost. So, you know, you've got your prospecting, you've got your sales, your fulfillment, like these different stages um, are like vital, right? To having your agency succeed because you need to know what's going wrong within each piece of that puzzle to actually fine tune that and get it working. Right. So I think let, you know, let's start with some prospecting exactly. and sales kind of stuff um, coming from those two pieces. You know, I'd say they're the most important pieces to your agency, right? They're the, they're the machine that fuels everything else, right? There would be no fulfillment if you weren't closing 100%. deals in the first place. So um, let's, let's, let's just talk a bit about prospecting and, and sales. So if you could drop some like value, value about, you know, how you found that to work really well for your agency and what you do and teach other people as well. Yeah. Yeah. hundred yeah, percent. You made a good point there. I mean, the number one thing you have to focus on is prospecting like appointment setting, lead generation, prospecting. I kind of bracket them as one, uh, because as you said there, without having that, there's no appointments to close or take neither will be their client to fulfill the service for, right? So prospecting is by, by far the number one thing you have to focus on, especially when you're starting out, you shouldn't be worrying for fulfilling at all. And this is something that a lot of people struggle with. They kind of think, let me figure out fulfillment first, which you can't without having the actual data and clients to like optimize it, right? So they think, let me figure out fulfillment, once I have that figured out, which never happens without the data and the client, then I'm going to start my prospecting. And this is kind of the backwards approach where you're like, no, 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 you, you start with the prospecting. You get as many clients as possible. I don't care if you don't generate them any results, which isn't going to happen. But I made a post also, a post also where I said, like, I would rather have 10 clients where I might refund to generate one no clients uh, no results than having no clients at all. Right. You know what I mean? So this is the number one thing you have to prospect And the way I look at it is, I mean, I'm kind of known for like being a very high volume guy. Like I know, uh, I love to have a lot of things going out into the market, whether that's email, LinkedIn, uh, if you're doing cold calling, whatever it is, it, for me, it has to be high volume because, I've actually learned this from a very good friend of mine that, and this is really the equation to having success as an agency. And that is outflow equals. And what that means is that in order to have income and clients coming in inflow, you have to have a lot of outflow going on. Okay. And for me, 
my number one prospecting engine and what I love to share with people as well is cold email. I think cold email is a brilliant way to, again, generate, especially open a conversation, which is what most people struggle with. They think as email, okay, I'm straight going for the kill for the appointment where it's not really the case. You just use cold email to open a conversation, which is why the way we structure our emails, for example, we send, by the way, at this point, thousand emails per day out within 60 minutes. We have a pretty unique system for that, but these emails are not optimized to get them to book anything. It's just really to open a conversation and the way we write these emails is a direct offer. And when they reply positively, then we hit them with the warm call and that warm call then is already like, I can jump on that call and say, Hey, you just responded an email regarding X and I'm straight in for the business. Not how's, how's the weather, how are you doing this kind of stuff. Right? So this is for email, right? And uh, do you want to touch on that more or do you want to talk about a couple of other things too? Oh, that, that's really good, man. So that's, I think that's a really good place to start. And I just want to bring up a point you, you brought up just a little while ago. One of the first things you said about, you know, people trying to work out this fulfillment part of the process first. And it, I see it everywhere with all the courses people are taking, right? You look at all the popular courses that are out there on agency stuff especially in the Facebook ad space. And they're trying to learn the fulfillment yeah. side of things before even learning any of the sales and prospecting, right? So a lot of people are going through these courses, they're learning how to do the fulfillment. And like, there's, there's probably a little bit of sales, a little bit of prospecting in there, but they're not putting enough attention into it. You know, apart from learning, trying to learn the Facebook ads, like it, it, just, it doesn't make yeah. sense, right? It doesn't make sense because like we were saying before, it really doesn't. the machine that fuels everything is that those sales coming in, whether you fulfill for those clients well or not is like, that doesn't matter at that, that point, right? When you're starting out, it doesn't matter. You need the volume of, like you said, the volume of prospecting going out there to actually see some results coming in. So yeah, let, let's, let's dive exactly. more into like the, the email stuff. Cause I think it's really important, like not just with email, but like you said, getting, getting your, your message out to the market, it doesn't matter whether it's email, whether it's, you know, messages, whether it's paid ads, it doesn't matter how you're getting it out there. As long as you're getting that message out there and it has to be in the right way. Right. Um, something you just touched on before with your emails is like, you don't go in for the kill straight away. Right. Because that's, that's how you kill the conversation off the bat. And it's what everyone it's is taught to mistake. do. Yeah. It's a huge mistake, man. Cause everyone's coming in. They're trying to get their appointments booked in from the get go. But this client, this potential client hasn't even talked to you at all yet. Like they don't know who you are. They don't know what you offer. They don't they haven't educated. You haven't educated them on what you do or how you can help them yet. So there's no reason for them exactly. to want to feel like the need to book in a call. Right. So I think that's really important. If we could touch on that more, like how we, how we lead the conversation, not just with like pitching your, your appointment. Right. So I think that's, that's probably a really good topic to talk on now. Perfect. Okay, great. Um, exactly what you said there with the email, this is what most people get wrong. As I've said, email is really just, especially cold email is just a way for you to start a conversation. In other words, get a reply. Okay. I don't want them to click a button where they can watch a VSL, a webinar. I don't want any of that. Even though they could, we have that as our marketing arsenal, content pieces, whatever. We don't want that. We just want them to reply. Okay. And the way we structure is emails. My emails, our emails at this point are literally just one sentence. Hi. And then we go with a direct offer. In our case, that's, let's, let's say it's a real estate agent. 
we say, for example, hi, no personalization either. We, you can send 500, e I mean, you could, but you will be, you will have a near death experience if you do so. <laughs> we don't personalize anything. Like we say, hi, uh, and then our sentence is, we have a system that guarantees X amount of buyers, pre-qualified buyers for your luxury apartment property listings. Are you the right person to talk about this? Question mark. Thanks, my first name. I don't say my full name, doesn't matter. I don't say my company name. That's a huge mistake as well. Don't mention your company name and really just mention your first name. Because for them, it's, it just sounds weird when you send an email like that. And I know it goes against the grain of what the majority of people are doing, but I can promise you that the shorter you keep it, literally one sentence, maximum two, three, you will get so, so many replies. And then also keeping it very uh, vague, I would say. So don't go into, hey, this is Kurosh from EQ Media. We are a XYZ agency. We've helped this amount of people. We generated this amount of results. Like just go for the direct offer. We have a system that guarantees X amount of result uh, for niche, whatever it is, right? Whatever your niche is. Are you the right person to talk about this? Would you be open to have a chat? Just a very brief question. They will reply yes. Maybe they give you the phone number, which happens to us a lot. Like we have, for example, we add a personal note. Uh, just reply with your best phone number and we can have a call. So, and we get them to reply back with their phone number. So really keeping it vague and also what I call a low barrier call to action. So mm. not like book a, book a call on my Calendly, just reply. Whether that's a yes, a no, a phone number, the person to talk to, whatever. You will have replies coming in as like if you also do it kind with volume like if you send 10 of those out per day you will have one or two replies coming back but i rather want to have hundreds of people coming back to me than just one which is why we for example we send upwards of 500 a minimum of 500 per day and barely an agency owner even touches that which again helps and this is where where this whole like i want to scale comes in you can scale if you send 10 personalized emails per day. Most people don't even see them and you wasted your half an hour creating that video or whatever it is, right? These things have their place. Don't get me wrong. Personalization. I do this for the, I do this for the clients that I work with. Most part, just keep it vague, keep it high volume and just get it out there. Like this is kind of my, my two cents on cold email, right? Mm, yeah. I love that, man. I love that. Cause like, there's, there's so much in that, that, that is really like, I, I hope people gain some value from that. Cause like some of those things in there are like pretty much the keys to any of your prospecting. Like it doesn't matter if you do that on cold email, like I've ran like similar messages on, on um, just like Facebook messages and LinkedIn messages and got the similar results with like people reaching back because again, you're, you're being straight up. Like you're not, you're not coming in there fluffing about like, Hey, you know, book an appointment for no reason. It's like, you're coming in there telling exactly what you do. Mm -hmm. And it's straight to the point, right? Another one I found worked really well is like making it exclusive. So like, hey, we're looking for someone to partner with in this city, in this niche to take leads mm -hmm. we have coming in, right? Exactly. Something like around those lines that works really exactly. well as well. Um, and, you know, when yes. you mix that with like paid ads, you can scale the heck out of that, right? Um, and that's like some of the strategies that I teach. You with, yeah, exactly. One, it's like one of the paid ads little mini courses that I have is like based around that stuff. So like 
getting people interested, mm -hmm. like expanding your reach, right? With paid ads, because everyone's on Facebook, right? There's like, I, I don't know the exact stat. There's like mm -hmm. billions of users on Facebook, but um, like pretty much a lot Probably of the population. Yeah. A lot of the population is on, on Facebook. So it's, it's like one of the best platforms yeah. to, to use um, as well as email, right? Email is probably like the second biggest thing because everyone uses email. It's been around for like ages. I love even email. Be even before Facebook. I love email. Mm. I love email. And for, look, I'm going to be honest for some niches, very rarely though, you have to also know your niche, of course. Like for, for me personally, especially in the market that I'm in, kind of Europe and specifically Spain, Marbella, cold email is fantastic. Like mm. my sole prospecting right now is just email. We're working on a paid ad strategy as we speak. But as of now, we just do cold email because that brings us the most results. So you, if you're starting, maybe you want to do a bit of cold email, a bit of LinkedIn, a bit of Facebook, a bit of that and that, and then figure out what works the most and focus mm. and double down on that. There's no exactly. point and no, like really no point at all when you're starting. And I know a lot of people, I guess, in your group are also like starting, kind of trying to scale up. There's no point at all in having five prospecting engines running, which are broken. I'd rather have one that is just like boom, 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 like 500 to 1,000 emails per day. You're going to scale pretty, pretty quickly, provided you follow the couple of things I mentioned earlier. And what you said there with uh, making it kind of specific within your area, in your city, in that niche, whatever it is, when you do something like that, the, if it doesn't work, the sole reason it doesn't work is your messaging. So you know exactly what you need to work on. You know mm. what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Because you're speaking direct to the market. So like if they don't take what, what you're putting out there, it's because your messaging sucks. It's not your targeting because you're targeting exactly. the right audience, right? Targeting niche and niche and city specific. Exactly. Like of course your targeting is fine. Cause that's what those, those are the two main things exactly. that comes when prospecting. It's either your targeting or your messaging. That's the two main things like that, yeah. the two main problems you have come up and the things you need to fix with your prospecting, whether you're running out, you know, any, whatever model you're running out of prospecting, it's usually those, one of those two things. Um, and I, I, I agree with That's what you really said, it. man. People can't run like five broken prospecting systems. I'm just, I want to repeat that because it's really important. It's like people yeah. go out and they're trying to do, and, and it's shiny object syndrome as well. They see other people succeeding on LinkedIn. So they're like, oh, maybe I'll try LinkedIn. They see other people succeeding on Facebook ads. They're like, oh, maybe I'll try some Facebook ads or some, yeah. some emails or this or that. And they, they get all of a sudden, they've got five different things running very inconsistently, very unreliably, and yeah. they're stuck, gone in circles, exactly. right? A lot of agencies fall for that trap. Um, and I just want to speak as well look, about, about yeah. sorry, I was just going to like talk about the, um, what, what we were talking about yeah. in terms of like the personalized videos as well, because they work really, really well for the SEO niche. For people selling SEO services, they work fantastic because that's exactly what SEO is. It's, it's, it's fixing what's on someone's site to make it better optimized, ranked mm -hmm. in Google, right? We all know this, what SEO is. But when you do a personalized video for someone, you stand out from every SEO out there, right? Everyone who's trying to do sell these SEO services and they're just like, like message to market sucks, right? It's, mm -hmm. hey, we can rank your site on Google. It's the same shit. It's like, hey, yeah. you need to be number one on Google. Your competitors are showing up. It's the same yeah. stuff. So when you come in, you do a, a site analysis on their site, send that video to them. Like that stands out. Um, and yeah. I'm just saying that because there's, I, I know there's a lot of quite a few SEO people in this group as well. So I, I just thought mm -hmm. I'd bring that up as well quickly okay. while we, before we move on. But that's for sure. I would say for me personally, 
like I personally hate loons. I'm going to be honest. Like I hate them because although they might convert, I want to be sure that whatever I'm sending doesn't require the business owner more than one minute to like process. When I record a video, I know it's going to be like half an hour long because I love to, I love to talk and I extend pretty quickly. So I know I will fuck up. But what you said there, for example, as you said, with SEO, copywriting, landing page design, website optimization, looms work great because mm -hmm. you have that visual aspect to it. Like I can pull up your website, record that loom and say, hey, Tom, your headline, there's this missing. You will have more conversions, more opt-ins if you change that to that. And I can make it visual. And then I have that, like I built that value up front and then it's much easier for me to like get a call on with you or whatever it is. But for me, selling lead generation, Facebook ads, whatever mm -hmm. it is, it's very hard for me to like check out because most, like I don't target specifically people who don't run ads or run ads. I don't really care. They could run ads or don't. But for those who don't, why would I record a video of me explaining ads? Whereas the person on the other end might not even know that an advertising engine on Facebook exists. Mm. And this is very important for you to understand that you don't want to confuse your prospects. That's mm. why I'm saying have it direct, direct offer. Don't even mention Facebook ads in your messaging. Like when I said that example earlier, we have a system that guarantees X amount of leads, buyers, patients, referrals, whatever it is for the niche time period, my service, I don't mention my company and nothing. I keep it vague. So they just have that, what they want is essentially what you need to know, what they want. This is essentially what it comes down to. So that's my take. So what you said there with SEO, copywriting, web design, landing page, whatever it is, looms, definitely is the route to not the way I to prospect because I, I know I will fuck it up. The video will be too long and yeah, hundred percent. I agree, man. Like lead generation is like a totally different game, you know, to SEO, copywriting, all that stuff. Cause you're selling a result, right? Like with, with, with SEO, with copywriting, with all of this other stuff, you're still selling like a result, but it's different, right? You're not selling like a, it's, it's a, it's a less visible result, right? Less metric yes. trackable result. Right. When you're doing lead generation, you can, you know, you can track how many clicks you're getting, how many people you're sending them, how many deals they're closing. Right. There's all these numbers you can track with lead generation when you're doing like, you know, SEO and, and other stuff. Sure. There's some metrics you can track, but they're vanity metrics. You know, they're not really like stuff that you can track full yes. on because again, you're selling a yes. totally different service. You're selling the dream to them instead of selling an actual result. So that's, that's like the exactly. difference between those two, but I think, I think it's really interesting, you know, that you can sell either one, but honestly, I think lead generation is easier to sell. Um, just for the fact that that result is very visible and very easy to, to like persuade yeah. them that they need that and that they want that that's their desire. Right. Yeah. So as soon as you know that it's yeah. easy to pitch that kind of thing because you know, the result they're seeking and you know, you can deliver it. So there's, it's like almost a no brainer to, to like, go ahead and, and do that service. Um, so yeah. yeah, yeah, man, I, I agree with you there. And the good thing, the, like, I'm not saying that everyone has to sell lead generation, which is absolutely not what I'm saying. And I think you even shouldn't if that like, because lead generation, Facebook ads, it is the most competitive, competitive. Mm. Most people don't know really what it is, but let's just say competitive, uh, out of all. But the thing is, uh, what I wanted to mention is that 
you got to know what they want. And this is really, this has to be specific to your market. The same way prospecting is the number one or prospecting regeneration appointment setting is the most important for us as agencies, agency owners. It is also for the most part, the most important factor for real estate agents, for practices, dental practices. For majority of people, lead generation is the most important thing because without people coming in, outflow equals inflow, there's no revenue coming in, right? This is why I personally love lead generation because as you said there, it is a visible service and it's like you're, you're, you're kind of that unbreakable link. Like if, if you fire me or if we part in ways, you don't have the people to talk to to sell your services. Whereas if you work with me, you get those people, you get 50, 100, X amount of leads, qualified, motivated, whatever your unique mechanism is that you can then talk to and sell your service to. That's why I love, uh, that's why I sell lead generation services and all of that. But again, what I also wanted to touch on uh, is that if you're just selling lead generation, we're in a super competitive market, you will pretty much struggle because as I've said in the beginning, people necessarily for the most part don't even want leads. And this goes back to messaging. Mm. If I send a message to a dentist, for example, I'm not going to say, hi, let's say it's an email. Hi, we've got a system that guarantees to generate or that guarantees to send you 10 new leads every month. I'm not going to send that. What I'm going to say is hi, we've got a system that guarantees 10 new patient referrals every month. Are you the right person to talk about this? Something like that. I'm not going to say leads because that's not what they want. They want patients, referrals, uh, people interested in dental care services, patient referrals, right? This is super important. And uh, this goes back to your offer, right? I'm mm. shifting now because what you're essentially marketing is also what you're selling. So when you're selling lead generation, don't just sell the leads, sell also lead handling and follow-up training. That's what we included, which just increased our conversion like crazy. Lead handling and follow-up training. Uh, new lead and notifications, which is I know a lot of people do, SMS, email, calls, give them scripts to work with. Whether they use them or not, it's up to them, but provide it. And that's how you create that value stack. And then you're not just about leads. Then you're really helping them improve their entire sales process. And guess what? That's what 99% of business owners really miss. The way most people run their businesses, it's like you and me, we know how it's supposed to go qualifying call, demo call, you proceed onboarding, yada, yada, yada. These people don't even know what a qualifying call is. You mm. know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. And like, I, I, it's like so true with your offer as well. It's how you differentiate from your competitors. Like, like you said, this is a saturated market in a way. There's so many people and especially people who don't know what the heck they're doing, pitching the same thing. Do you want more leads? I can get you more leads. It's the same thing. The yeah. message is like everywhere across the market. You ask any business owner and they'll say they've been reached out to at least one or two or three times by someone asking exactly. if they want more leads, right? It's, it's, it's a message that gets lost in the market. So differentiating with your offer. And I love what you said about including like extra things that they don't even see, right? Like fixing mm -hmm. their sales process, even fixing how they onboard their pay, their, you know, customers, their clients, whatever it is. Exactly. There's like different things that you can include there. Exactly. And as well as, as well as that, like just making your shit sound cooler, 
you know, like just making your offer sound cooler. Like, Hey, we have a, instead of, I'm going to send you more leads with Facebook ads, it make it like, Hey, I have a three-step client attraction system. That's going to bring you consistent appointments and predictably scale your business. Right. Cause then you're speaking like in a different language almost to them. And they're like, Ooh, what's that? They're yeah, kind of interested. Exactly. There's more interest and curiosity with that. than if you just said, Hey, I'm going to send you more leads with Facebook ads. Exactly. Just, it sounds so lame. So when like what you're saying about the value stack, that's killer value stack plus added, add a really funky name to your offer. Those are like two really big things that'll change everything. It'll change the perception yeah. of how people view you, how business owners see what you offer right? It changes mm -hmm. a lot. Like I, I can tell you from personal, like what we do and within our agency now, we don't mention Facebook, Instagram, Google, whatever the mechanism is. Mm. That's what I said in your messaging. Don't include that because when you say that you have to understand 99% of people, their message sounds exactly like you just said, we're going to generate your leads through Facebook ads. They don't care whether it's Facebook ads, whether you dance on the street generating a business, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> Say something like, we've got a system. We've got a new system. We've got a patience on demand program. Come up with something. Just don't mention the service. It really doesn't matter. We don't mention anything before we have them either face-to-face -face appointments. When we show them this is the system, um, we have our leads coming in through Facebook, Instagram, and also retargeting ads, so on and so forth. There's no point at all in your prospecting, in your messaging, in your overall pitch to mention that's Facebook or Instagram point at all. I'm mentioning that to be honest, and you really shouldn't, it's not going to help you convert more clients or appointments. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Because it's, they don't care about how you do it. They care about the result. That's what they're buying. At the end of the day, when you, when they pay for marketing services, they're paying to have more money in their business so that they can take time off to spend with their family or whatever their freaking why is, right? Whatever that desire exactly. is, that's why they're paying for you. They're not paying exactly. for freaking Facebook ads or some fancy ass copywriting or a, a cool website. They're paying for the end result. They're paying for more exactly. booked freaking appointments booked clients into their calendar, right? So that they can close more deals, get more money in their business and be more free from that. Right. So when you help exactly. them do that, and that's why, you know, coming back to your other stuff, like offering them sales training, right? Because again, they're trying exactly. to remove themselves from their business and work on it instead of in it. Mm -hmm. No one wants to work in their business. You know, sure. There's some people who genuinely enjoy some of the services that they offer and that's fine. Why not work part-time instead of full-time, mm -hmm. right? And help them do that right? Then you become more, more, you become less exactly. of a marketer and more of a, someone who solves problems an entrepreneur. It's a totally different thing, man. And people are caught in this mindset of, no, nah, I'm a marketer. I do Facebook ads and I see it on everyone's profile. It's like, you know, I run Facebook ads for chiropractors. I run Facebook ads for real estate agents. It's, yeah. it's not what you do. You offer a solution. That's what you do. You're an entrepreneur, right? So start thinking like that. Start thinking about, yeah. okay, what problems does my clients have that I can solve? And you'll, you'll think of so much more upsells. You'll think of so many more services you yeah. can offer and things just scale like crazy when you think like that. Yep. That's the problem. Most people are really underselling themselves. And I, it happened to me too. I was the guy who just sold the leads. 
But the way we, for example, learn how to build our own agencies where you have, okay, this is my prospecting engine. Then I have my qualifying call, my discovery call. Then I take them to a demo or an appointment face-to-face, whatever it is. Believe, believe me when I say that most business owners don't have anything similar to that kind of a system in place. They don't have a qualifying process. They don't even know a qualifying process is. They don't know how to follow up with people. So if you, although you are a marketing advertising agency, what you really have to become at some point is kind of their business partner. partner. And f- believe it or not, in most cases right now, when we take on local clients, uh, it is really just us making over their entire business from scratch. Like we change their entire processes, their systems and everything. And then the leads become the least valuable thing about your entire service. And look what's going to happen to your retention. We have clients that are now with us for over a year. Why? Because we build pretty much their business. They pay us, we generate them the leads, but what we do kind of over delivering is help them optimize their entire business. So if you're just selling leads, you're really underselling yourself. Mm, yeah, definitely. Because there's so much more to the game, man. It's like it's almost like practice what you preach in a way. It's like, well, the yeah. systems that you set up within your agency that work, you don't do the same for your clients or at least let them know that that's what they need to do because yes. you don't know their level of awareness. You don't know if they know anything about, like you said, like qualifying calls, like, do you think any of business owners getting into business, they're really good at like saying laying bricks or doing concreting. Do you ever think they have a thought in their mind? Like, Oh, I need to do qualifying calls. They probably never even heard of like, you know, doing that stuff. So educating them on this stuff and why they need it first and then offering that and helping them to be like with those things is like the way to go. And like you said, it differentiates you and like you turn less of a marketer and more of like problem solver. Yeah. I can give you a perfect example. To, to just make sure that you understand what I'm speaking about at that scale. My mom, for example, she's an aesthetic therapist, right? And the way she used to book her appointments is people WhatsApp her, call her, like very traditional, right? When I introduced her to Calendly, the way it changed her, just Calendly, no lead generation, nothing. She doesn't even want that. She just leave me alone with that stuff. I don't want any of that. <laughs> But just me introducing her to Calendly, setting it up for her. So people book in their time, they get reminders. It changed her entire business just by one little tool, which costs her 10 euros a month. Mm. Now, this is just me presenting Calendly to people. If you can just come up with like your value stack again with your offer, not just leads. If I, if I can say so, try to make an offer where leads, you generating leads or doing whatever is the least valuable thing. Mm. That's how you retain clients for a long period of time. And that's how you create an irresistible offer, Mm. which is the most important part of everything. Hell yeah, man. And like, I'm all about action. So like people probably have the question like right now, like, oh, well, how do I take action on that? How do I actually implement some of these extra things? And it can be, here's one simple way you can do this, right? Reach out to some of the top, the top, top business owners in your niche right? So in whatever niche you're going after, whether it's real estate or, you know, chiropractors, whatever it is, go and speak with the top people, the top people in the niche making millions and millions of dollars, right? And see what they're doing with their systems. Just ask them, even send them a survey, but just a call on the phone is like better, right? Cause you get to ask these questions and just see what they're doing, see what they're doing with their business to be so successful 
and just use some of the things they tell you and turn it into a, into your service, right? Learn exactly. how to do that stuff and then implement that into the process of what you give your clients. And then things from there are just going to skyrocket because you're taking what's already working. You're not reinventing the wheel. You're, just, you're speaking to someone who's already implemented it, already doing it, and you're just taking what's working, reinventing it, um, replacing it with what you've been doing currently, and then away you go. Exactly. And this really goes back to like how we started this whole conversation. To get that data, you have to do your outflow. You have mm. to prospect. I didn't know all of this. I didn't know people need lead handling and follow-up training. I didn't know they need an appointment scheduling process. I didn't know they need all that other stuff I'm offering now. It, I got there by getting out there, getting clients, not having all of that, fucking up as well, getting complaints. We get complaints from pretty much every client from our best ones to our worst. Believe it or not, our best clients complain. They're like, <laughs> hey man, can you send some more leads? Can you increase the ROAS? It happens. <laughs> Don't be afraid of that. It's like, I would have rather hundred complaining clients than no clients at all. Or mm. one client where I'm fulfilling, I gave them the best results in the world. That's really not how, I mean, if you want to do that, do it, but then don't call yourself a business owner. You know what I mean? I'm saying self-employed. <laughs> You're just a slave to your own business then. Yeah, exactly. Which is fine if you want to do that but don't call yourself then an agency owner or business owner or, whatever, or entrepreneur. It's mm. hard to think about that. Mm, exactly right, man. Exactly right. Well, man, I think that's, that's going to wrap that up for, for now. I think we dropped like a ton of good stuff in here. So it's going to be a really so. killer, killer replay for people to watch if they're not on live. And yeah, I hope you guys picked up something valuable from this conversation. Like I said, um, the most important thing that you, could, you guys can be doing is setting appointments. Setting appointments, setting appointments, setting appointments. Just focus on that one thing and your agency will scale. It doesn't matter if you have crappy fulfillment and you lose all your clients. You'll work that out if you keep setting appointments and keep learning, implementing, you know, eventually putting your systems into check. But setting appointments is where it all starts. Nailed it. Perfect, man. I appreciate you jumping on. Uh, I'm sure we'll do another one of these calls. These are fun. It's, it's cool to talk stuff like this. And I know it really helps people genuinely. So... Man, we'll definitely do more of these. And yeah, that's pretty much it. 100%. Thank you. All right. Catch you later, man. Peace out. Take care. Bye-bye.